So do you know what this is? Yes. What is it? Our 100th episode. 100 episodes. Like, literally. That is insane. <laughs> We've done 100 of these things. We've done, like, four good ones. So, I mean, <laughs> no. <laughs> what episode were we at when we got the new, all this new audio equipment? I have no idea. Oh. Because I'm wondering if, like, the first 10 we should, like, make disappear and... <laughs> or redo them and redo them as topics, but it's all good. I thought about, I was thinking about this. What are we going to do once we reach that one year mark? We're going to reach one year and you're going to run out of days. You're going to have to start repeating the days. I don't know. Uh -huh. I've, I've asked you that question before. That's going to be fun. I don't care <laughs> if we redo them. We can, I, we can redo them, you know, or go over to birthdays and people and, you know, there's just so much that we could actually do. So. It'll be fun as we get to that, but holy crud, a hundred episodes. <laughs> wow. That's nuts. Want to know? Oh, man, I should have looked at our numbers. Oh, well, I'll look at them for later. So, but does it feel like it's been a hundred episodes? I, I don't know. I, it just, I don't, because I don't have anything in me that like wants to be something big or crazy or like with it i don't really care either way i just am talking it doesn't really feel like it's been a hundred episodes and it doesn't feel like it's like one of those like crazy milestones like i don't know it just mm. because we do two of them a day it's just i don't know it's it's cool that it's you know a hundred triple digits it's gonna be ridiculous putting in the episode mm -hmm. numbers now but you know, that's <laughs> so just, it's cool. <laughs> I'll be, like, honestly really impressed if we go all the way, like, to the point of, like, we reach 500. Yeah. That would be pretty weird, <laughs> but. Yeah, no, but I don't know. I'm excited about it. I just, that's just cool for me. It's like, it's, you do things like that in a milestone. It's like, you know, people, when they start a business, they'll, like, they'll keep their first dollar that they made type mm -hmm. situation. Um, for me, I remember it was, uh, uh, it was the first time that I had a $10,000 deposit that I was putting in to the bank. That was a big milestone for me. It was a print order and it was for PepsiCo. And, uh, I was very excited about that <laughs> and, uh, job went really well. So, um, Pepsi had, they were doing a charitable basically like a GoFundMe type thing. You know, you people would vote and whoever got the highest votes would get it in there. We did the printing for it. It was pretty cool. And I was pretty happy about that. And I remember that was a big milestone for me. I, you, you know, you go through life and you think of milestones and it's like, especially when you see these people who are doing podcasts and some people are doing a podcast a month, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And it's like, you sit there and go, wow. I'm like, we do it every day <laughs> and mm -hmm. we do it a couple of times a day. And you know, I just just kind of blown away by that. And people are like, well, how do I get more listeners? And I'm like, well, you got to make more content. I mean, content is king and we're learning this very quickly. Right. So it's it's pretty awesome. But this is episode 100. Mm -hmm. And so on episode 100 for the 100th time. <laughs> welcome to the stupid podcast on everything where I'm Joey and I'm Kiki and we talk about everything and nothing all at the same time by two people who obviously are in different levels of happiness because of episode 100 
So uh, we have one national day today, and it was bleak. Wow, the poll was just not good. I mean, I had I went and looked up international days and things like that, and uh, all we could come up with is one, and it's one I happen to like. So, what is our day today? It is National Kite Flying Day. So, observed annually on. February 8th, National Kite Flying Day encourages exploring kite flying and making. Enthusiasts across the country mark the day by launching their kites or making plans to attend festivals. Kites date back to China in 470 BC. China is full of lore and histories of the origins of the kite. Many are related to the way wind affects the leaves on the trees, the shelters they lived in, blowing away the sails on their ships, and the hats they wore upon their heads. The stories also tell of kites invented to spy on their enemies or to send messages. Evidence also shows the people of the South Sea Islands were using kites for fishing around the same time as the people of China. Early kites were constructed from bamboo or sturdy reeds for framing. Leaves, silk, or paper made ideal sails. Vines or braided fibers completed the line or tether. While people initially used kites as tools, they also used them for ceremonial reasons as well. Whether they sent messages into the heavens or to lift offerings up to the gods, kites had a symbolic place in the culture. Today, kites are popular both as hobbies and for outdoor fun. They range from a simple diamond kite to more complicated box kites and giant sled kites. Stunt kites, also known as sport kites, are designed so the operator can maneuver the kites into dips, twists, Mm -hmm. and dives with dramatic effect. So, here's some tips for getting your kite up in the air and keeping it there. Be sure the kite is assembled correctly. Check the wind. Some kites require more wind and others less. Picking the right day for your kite is key. A light breeze, 5 to 20 miles an hour, is generally optimal. Be safe. Don't fly a kite near power lines, trees, or other (laughs) sky-high obstacles. Wide open spaces are best. Be safer. Don't fly in the rain. When launching the kites, be sure to have your back to the wind. If the wind is light, have a friend hold the kite downwind and hold your line taut, reeling in slowly until the kite launches. Don't let the the line out too quickly. Let the line out at the same pace the kite is gaining altitude. So, to observe National Kite Flying Day, fly a kite. Or make a kite. Or scout out kite festivals to attend in the months to come. Or even host a kite flying lesson yourself. Learn about the science behind kite flying. I definitely think science is always cool, so Mm -hmm. that'd be a fun one. But I have had many kites (laughs) growing up. Me too. Uh, I always had those cheapy ones from Mm -hmm. Target or Walmart or something. And we would go out and... Uh, we had because we were living in California. There just anybody that lives in California knows this. There's literally a, a park in like every neighborhood, if not two, and always still community parks and things like that. There were parks everywhere because you know you kind of have to mm-hmm. when there's not a whole lot of space <laughs> for greenery. <laughs> so no, we 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 got kites every once in a while. Like it was mostly I I re- distinctly remember kites being like an Easter present. Because it was right around, you know, the time that everybody's going back outside and playing and doing all the fun stuff. So we would get kites. And it always got the themed ones, the characters on them and all that. And I I enjoyed flying kites because I was really good at getting it to get up and then didn't have any issues keeping it up. Like, my siblings always struggled. I remember specifically there was a day in, like, 
I was I was in like maybe second grade, first or second grade. I was pretty sure it was at Sunrise Elementary mm-hmm. that I had uh the school had a kite flying day. I have no idea if it was you know this day or if it was just a random day that we had like you know how they do like outside water days and things like that Mm -hmm. i don't know if that's like what it was i just very distinctly remember being absolutely terrified because they did it they like they did it yearly and the teachers because they had one incident you know teachers are have an incident and they have to you know say it every year after that otherwise you know they can get in trouble parents can get mad blah 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 so they scared the shit out of me because they talked about how you shouldn't be holding the string of the kite and unraveling it at the same time because they always did it on a really windy day. And if you did that, you could get... You burn your fingers. Yeah. And they, so they told us the story of one of the kids whose rope was rope and not, you know, it was like twine instead of just the little itty bitty t- uh, kite string that they have it on all the time. Yeah, you have nylon, you have nylon twine yeah. that you'll actually use. So. Yeah, it was actual twine. Mm-hmm. And so they let it go and sure enough, sliced right into their hand, full burn. They didn't realize it until it was too late kind of thing. You know, you get mm-hmm. rope burns all the time. You slide down a rope, things like that. I'd done that in gymnastics. We had the big rope in the center. I slid down it. It was like, ow! <laughs> it wasn't high enough for it to actually do any damage. It just was like, wow, hands hot. Didn't like that. This is why they tear terrified me with that and i was just like oh okay and i obviously forgot it because i literally just remember that <laughs> so but no i've i've had i've had boring kites i think i only had like one cool kite and i'm pretty sure because i never broke any kites never oh i did i uh, never at, broke it, ended, one. it ended my my kite days I'm, I'm sitting here quietly because i used to have when i lived in the city it was one of those things you live in the bay area you have a kite mm-hmm. and they're not expensive to get into type situation. It, was, yeah. it wasn't for me. Um, I had, it was a Mako stunt kite. I, I believe that's what it was. Um, it was a six and a half foot wingspan on it. So it was a good size kite. And that was, that was my top kite. And I remember that we were out and it was beautiful. It was, it was a beautiful day out, right? And it was just the perfect breeze. And so we're all out there. We're just having fun flying our kites out there. And this lady has this had this beautiful Chinese red dragon kite. See, so, I love those ones. So it just goes nice and big and slow, and mm-hmm. it just kind of goes with the it's wind. Just it was, it was it's, yeah. great. And all of a sudden, my kite was just barreling right the hell at it. Oh, and no. so I pulled my I pulled my inside rope, and to get it to to try to dive away. Well, I didn't dive in as much as I well I dove. I didn't pull out apparently and smashed it right into the bay into san francisco bay no. and the the twine just snapped like just insta snapped so that was it it was like 200 bucks for that kite i and i got it at a pawn shop for like 75 dollars and that was that was it that was the end of my kite flying days i don't i haven't gotten any more kites since then or anything like that i, I kind of built up on it and it was like i was excited about it i was having fun with it i had fun i had you know nine or ten good trips out with that kite and i used to go and i would go out there because um you know the fish market and everything that used to be out there mm-hmm. end of the day was the time that i could get dungeness crab and get everything nice and cheap so i would always just go out there and had nothing to do in the meantime so i just go out and literally go, why don't you go fly a kite and in san francisco it was like yeah i'm gonna go fly a kite and and there weren't you know 900 homeless people yeah. at the park at the time so it was just it was fun and i had a blast and then yep did not because I was not going to hit that dragon. I, I like, understand. She was worried. She thought I was going to hit it. I thought I was going to hit it, and it was just like, 
But I mean, I was learning all kinds of things, and I learned about you know different people who had different kites, and you know, there's um, there were like these Delta kites that you could get that were just basic trainer kites that you could get. I actually got Lily and Tabby those um, when we were in Sacramento, and we used to go fishing at uh, at McKinley, not McKinley, uh, McClellan. We go to McClellan and go fishing at the lake, and there was this big beautiful field right there, and it was just always perfectly breezy. And so I got them kites and Tabby, uh, Tabby got her kite off the ground quick. <laughs> Lily just kept smashing it right. You know, and they weren't, they were like 20 bucks. They were like 20 bucks from Walmart. Uh-huh. They were, they were just, they were, Hey, if they were going to mess them up, I didn't mind if they were going to mess them up. Mm-hmm. Tabby literally was letting her kite out slowly and just self released her kite. So she just got it up all, all yeah. out there. Lily. No, Lily was running and Lily at one point was running <laughs> running with the wind and that, just all the things sounds like Malia, you, you know, <laughs> Lily was just, just not there, but Tabby. Now she just was like pink. And it was great. Cause one time Tabby got it, it thumped on the ground. She was sitting there playing with it and giving it just slight pulls and everything Whoop went right back up. And it was like, and it was frustrating for Lily, Lily. And I remember that I was like, Oh yeah, we got to stop doing this. Cause <laughs> Lily was just, not there for it. So, yeah, but no. My you know, siblings were we, we fun. had a, we had an absolute blast and uh you know, I I just out here, no, there is no gentle breeze, you know. There's either no wind out here or, you know, trees are falling from the next county over. So, we That's we, not true. No, it, you it, haven't been gusty. here yet for the early short-lived spring what both <laughs> you, days you get you always just visit and it's either already hot or it's freezing so you're gonna you're gonna get to see the the nice two weeks that we get of, mm-hmm. of spring weather where it's like hey you could totally like just do stuff outside today like it's so nice <laughs> it's, it's the yeah. only problem is that most of the time out here it literally if it's if it's windy at all enough for something like that is because they're blowing in a storm that's like the only thing it's so weird like Mm -hmm. you don't have just breezy days besides those two weeks (laughs) but but no me and my siblings we would do the same thing we uh, i i i just i got it i understood getting a kite in the air like i i don't know when i the way that i visualized it when i was little is that like i could see the wind like it was like a little animation in my head and i just understood how you get a kite in the air mm-hmm. and my siblings could not <laughs> none of them could um malia could not get it in the air at all no matter what like it was just disastrous and the amount of times that i had to scream at her for running directly at me with her kite (laughs) trying to get it in the air i would be way off out of the way like there's no reason Mm -hmm. for you to be running in my direction to try to get your kite in the air but that she would do it and i would have to be screaming at her to stop because i didn't want her to crash my kite down because she had once and it made me really upset (laughs) but again we had we had cheapy little kites my dad didn't care he just got got another one but Donovan Donovan needed help getting it up in the air, but then after he got it up in the air, it that he was pretty good with it. Um, but he was the one to crush it into a tree and get it stuck. And then Isabel was too young, so but it was so it was just me, me Donovan and Malia that would do it. 
but my god <laughs> Malia the chaotic energy mm-hmm. coming from her trying to get that kite into the air was ridiculous <laughs> because it was literally just I, I don't know I don't get it like I because kids already run head first and mm-hmm. funny and Malia was no exception to that but when she was trying to get that kite in the air it's like it just got 10 times worse <laughs> and she would fall trip over things that weren't there it's like it, we always would go to the park and she would always insist on wearing these little white sandals that we had. Um, when we were even younger, we had taken, uh, we always took professional family photos and everything. So when we were younger, um, we had before, like before Donovan was even born, it was just Malia and I, and we had these photos with my mom and we had these, it was green and white was our, uh, theme. It was like a light, like aqua green mm-hmm. and it was re- there were really pretty photos there was this gazebo at this park that i still for the life of me cannot remember like anything about it besides what it, like the area that i enjoyed look looked like it had the gazebo it had this big open grassy area and there was an entire pond there and i loved that park and i have no idea what park it is <laughs> so no idea if it still exists or not but we took photos there mm-hmm. and both her and i wore matching slip or matching sandals that day for those photos and I grew out of mine, and then they became Malia's. And so she was, you know, seven or eight, and she refused to go anywhere without those sandals on. And so she would, <laughs> and they would get to the, they finally got to that point where they were just falling apart, and she just refused. We would mm-hmm. buy tennis shoes. She didn't care. She'd wear those sandals because they were easy to put on, take off, no issues. Didn't have to fight about shoes being tied, didn't have to trip over shoelaces, but she was tripping over them because they were sandals, and she was still a child. And so it was funny. It's, yeah, I remember. I distinctly <sighs> remember that that fact of it is that half the time it wasn't that she was tripping over something in the ground it was because she was tripping over those damn sandals <laughs> and she would just fall head first into the grass it was nice thick grass so it's not like she ever like got hurt but it was just she would get so frustrated and get so angry donovan was all cocky about it after he had his up in the air because my dad helped him mm-hmm. and then yeah crashed into a tree and then he didn't want another one <laughs> so i i don't think we really did much with kites after that i remember we had gotten them for christmas one of the times and like all of us were like really <laughs> like we we don't do that anymore mm-hmm. <laughs> as you know get get older and the certain things that you just grow out of we were just like why who gave us these <laughs> but no i i have fond memories of kite flying because i just i didn't have any issues with it i never broke one i remember the only kite that had broken like i said was malia just crashed into me mm. And I was so upset. It literally went straight down. Like, I've never seen... I hadn't seen that before that time. Like, I always saw kites, and they would always just like, oh, no, they would lose their, you know, their wind, and they'd start falling, yep. trying to get it again, falling. Like, I that just turned straight upside down. It crashed straight <laughs> into the ground, snapped the little cheapy little things that hold it out it was just like great <laughs> like no more kite for me but no i was i was upset enough my dad just got me another one that same day well, so and I, I mean at least that that's good yeah so like with my family you know you br- you broke it that was it that was kind of the end of it so and i think that's part of what brought me to the when i break something i buy if i liked it enough that i you know was using it enough then mm-hmm. i'm gonna buy a better quality one and a better quality one and a better quality one and that's I get that. Yeah, that's just always been the way that I've been. It's just like, oh, okay, well, that broke, but I used it and mm-hmm. it broke and it was, you know, it was the same thing with fishing. It was the same thing with, you know, everything that I that I did. It was like, okay, find the cheap stuff first and see if you like it and you like and you can handle it. it was skiing, my first my first pair of skis came I've from never been skiing. Oh, yeah. No, I've I never love, been any snow abso- sport. Absolutely thing. loved it. 
Well, yeah, you, first time playing in snow was with me, so. No. Well, I mean. But you know, as a, as yeah. an older person, right. yes. <laughs> but, but like, my first set of skis came from um, a garage sale. I remember it. I spent 20 bucks for those. <laughs> and my last set, which I don't think it made it out here. I'm fairly confident. I, I have no I'm idea. Sure. But, but not a lot of skiing in Texas. Um, <laughs> yeah. Although but, you could have. <laughs> yeah, my, yeah no doubt, enough. right? But, but my, la- my last setup was a couple thousand dollars. So, I oh, mean, wow. you know, you can get up there. Have the girls it, ever been skiing? To... Oh, yeah. See, that's yeah. crazy. The thing, the, just the difference in things that they have done mm-hmm. being younger and, like, that I did being younger. Like, yeah, you guys went and actually did stuff in the snow. We went and found the biggest open area possible and the lowest possible altitude where mm-hmm. there was snow and would just go play around. And, like, we were fine with that. We didn't think of anything else. So, like, Yeah, no, they've been out skiing. So. They went there. I'll tell you, the most fun I think that they actually had in the snow was we had a day where we went sledding. And, uh, oh, my gosh, we got <laughs> we got these little hyper-fast sleds. That, See, that's so like, funny. Tabby got scared. <laughs> Because we'd sit there, she'd get on this, and it, it wasn't even the big hill. She just didn't like how long it was fast. Uh, you know, she liked this little this little half quarter pipe one that she'd just go and go down really fast, and she was good because it would slow down fast. But the one that was like long and and you know a little on the fast side, no, she didn't like that. And then we we figured out one area we could go where it went really long, not very fast at all, and everybody had a blast. And then I think I think Lily's broke. Oh. And so Lily's broke, and that was kind of. <laughs> we well, just had the sleds. Ones, we so. did the. There was one. The one of the times that we that we went up there, and somebody else had the same idea, and they mm-hmm. saw that we were playing in a big open area, so they stopped because you know we were kids and they had kids, sure. and so they were and they were around our age, so they started. We started playing immediately because me and my siblings were like that. <laughs> it's like, hey, how are mm-hmm. you? You want to be friends? Let's go do this thing. And they were like, we brought uh, the. <laughs> The top side, the the top to buckets, not like little buckets, like the big um, is like uh, they were like the big the big storage bins is a lid to that, okay, but like yeah. one of the smoother ones, like from Walmart. Okay. <laughs> so they had one of those, and we literally there was just a little bit of a hill, and so we, they were riding down that, and I remember Malia Malia was doing it first because Malia did wasn't ever scared of anything. It was mm-hmm. really it was really weird. <laughs> Her and I were complete opposites. We do, but it was we were also complete opposites in the after effect because like she'd be like I'm not scared, and then do it, and then be like Yeah, I'm not gonna do that again. I would go. I I don't want to do it. I don't want to do it. I don't want to do it forever. And then fun- mm-hmm. somebody finally gets me to do it. And they're like, oh, my God, that was so fun. Let's do it again. Like, I am an adrenaline. that way with everything. Yeah. But I'm like, but things like that, like, I am an adrenaline junkie for the dropping feeling in your stomach. But I mm-hmm. hate the idea of it before I do it because I don't I don't know why. For, like, I, I don't know if I'm like that now. Like, I really, really, really want to go back to somewhere to go on a roller coaster now that I'm older and not terrified of throwing up every two seconds. Because mm-hmm. <laughs> that was the biggest reason when I was younger. It was like, well, you know. You know, if I have that feeling, like, doesn't that mean that I'm going to throw up? Like, that's what that means, right? Like, that's, you know, that that's that. Like, and so it was, but it obviously isn't. <laughs> and so, you know, it just was something that because it was such a stigma in TV shows and movies and things like, oh, yeah, you know, eating a bunch of fair foods and then going on this thing and throwing up. And it was always just jokes, especially in older movies, to just having people vomit. And it was, you know, funny and like things like that. And I hated that. Mm-hmm. And so those things actually scared me. And so I just was terrified of carnival rides, of anything with any kind of drop. I hated water slides. Like, I'm still terrified of water slides because I can't swim. But 
everything else because <laughs> those water slides never empty into a three foot pool it's always like 12 feet deep and i'm like i can't i can't do that mm-hmm. i want to ride the slide but i don't want the ending point and I, I still ended up doing it like a good maybe like five or six times in my life loved it every time <laughs> but it was still scary <laughs> so i with that is the same thing i was like that's scary like what if i fall it's gonna hurt it doesn't i don't want to i don't like that and then i did it and then i was like everybody else was done and i was like what come on <laughs> come on guys <laughs> we're just getting started it was the same thing at the uh the state fair when we still lived in california mm-hmm. there's always the one water log slide yeah <laughs> i goes was terrified and goes up and then, and then goes the big drop then, yep i i was terrified to go on any of the rides i didn't want to do any i still to this day though will never go on those big old spinning swing slides swing rides mm-hmm. those terrify me because oh, i'm I like what those. if a chain breaks <laughs> that's it i'm flying <laughs> like that's that terrifies me i absolutely adored those things i literally <laughs> would get the unlimited and go nuts just just Mm-mm. playing on that because you know it, it's it was enough adrenaline and I, but i also like just being up and looking around and the feeling of flying that's, See, uh, the things the thing. like that's, that. But that's why I've been skydiving and you haven't. I know, but like that and that still scares me because like they're the thing. I feel like the thing that gets me to do stuff like that, even when I say I won't, is trust. Like if mm-hmm. those things could be close enough that I could hold your hand through it until I got used to it. Because, again, the adrenaline would kick in. And I'd be like, you know what? This is fucking fun. <laughs> like, get off of me. I'm having a great time. <laughs> but the, it's the process wow, of it. I'm having a great time. Get off of me. Okay. What? Yeah. No, no, I see how it is. Oh my god! I'm Anyways, it's it's, but those you you can't not not close enough. Most of them, mm-hmm. you start flying, and one person is higher than the other, and so it's just I don't know. But either way, I I just I there are things like that that I just love every no, time you can I hold do hands it. while you're doing those. Well, then maybe maybe next time. Yeah. Well, we still haven't been to the the Dallas State Fair. Oh well, yeah, I'm the also Texas State Fair in Dallas because it, it's like so massive, and we still we have mm-hmm. to we have to go. <laughs> so bad because like we we have fun just at the little festivals and things that we have in town and we think like oh man these things are crazy so many people here people coming from from all this the nearby towns and everything that's like we i feel like we forget the sheer mass amount of people that we used to be around because we've been here long enough Mm -hmm. (laughs) because i feel like we're gonna go to the the state the texas state fair and we're gonna be like there are so many people everywhere yeah <laughs> but i don't care i want the the vibes i want the vibes it's gonna be you know hot as balls <laughs> everybody's gonna be wearing crop tops and shorts and no jackets in sight gonna have sunscreen on half the people are gonna forget because it's like it's a state fair i don't need sunscreen mm-hmm. we're not going to the beach <laughs> everybody's gonna get sunburn we're gonna have lemonade and hot dogs and funnel cakes and you know nachos like this the vibes we only get part of that <laughs> we go to our festivals here mm-hmm. i just miss it i miss i miss the lots of people vibes so like i said i say that all the time though i just miss being around all of the different people and then i go okay i'm done now <laughs> i need to i need a refresher on that <laughs> so that's that would be a great way to do it <laughs> yeah but anyways no, no, definitely have to you know and yeah, because it's kite day, <laughs> <laughs> so we can drag out kites and segue to over over to anything. I was actually just looking at different kites that were available, just thinking for, because I was thinking about it for the season and everything. We're gonna be out on the boat. Oh yeah. I have seen people kite flying out on boats, and I'm like, ooh yeah. You know, also we could probably think about is is we'll see how safe it is, but you know those parachutes and the that you can get and you 
you know, tow them behind the boat mm-hmm. and people can go up in the air. Mm-hmm. So those kinds of crazy things. But nah, <laughs> I, I don't I don't want to kill, you know, somebody <laughs> doing that, something like that. We'd probably end up killing one of the other. See, th- you say that I do that. <laughs> you give me a life jacket. Mm-hmm. I'll I'll have my face slammed in the water 17 times until I get it. Oh, yeah. Because I know I'd go into it because I, I say this all the time. My toxic trait is looking at anything anybody does in videos and going, I could do that. <laughs> Because I swear to God, I watch things all the time and I'm like, it can't be that hard. Like it, the, my biggest one that like people get so mad at me when I when I say it's like, I feel like I'd be good at pottery because I watch people do these things. And I'm like, well, I have I have careful fingers. I could do that. And like people are like, no, no, you couldn't, honey. <laughs> it's not that easy. <laughs> they make it look easy because those are the people that are posting the videos because it's satisfying to watch. I'm mm-hmm. like, nah. So I do the same thing, especially like with like fail army and things like that. I'm like, how did you do that? Like, that's not what I can do that. I can do that real easy. And that's just that's one of those things. People get like launched off because the boat goes faster than they think it is. It's like I've watched mm-hmm. enough of those videos that I'm like, I know it's coming. Yo, know, and then I see. And, but then the one that did kind of humble me is the guy that jumps too early. And I was like, oh, yeah. See, that might be what I do because I'll be like, I could do that. And then I'll be like, I got to jump. That's the that's the way you do it. You jump and you keep your fucking toes up or else you're going to just face plant. Like, that's that's the vibes. And then I jump too early and then get yoinked <laughs> and just go head first. I'd be diving. So, but yeah, no. So All right. <laughs> maybe maybe we'll do it. Maybe yeah, we'll do it we'll just for out. the sake of laughing at me. <laughs> We'll find out. It's not yeah. There's there's. I'm looking at the parachutes. They're not that expensive. So, parachutes, couple hundred feet of rope, and I'll have you grab Tabby right before you go up without a life jacket. And that way she has. It to would be more funny. You. I think it's funny that I'm more willing to do that than I am to ride on those little floaties behind the boat. I don't know why. Yeah, I don't either. That makes little sense. I literally <laughs> don't want to do that at all. Yeah. <laughs> so no. That's funny. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. No, I I could just <laughs> I could just see you up there going, okay, this is fun. How how high is cliff jumping normally? <laughs> just get ready to pull the release, like because I would do that. I'm not even kidding. If the water was, if I knew the water was deep enough, I would do. I I used to cliff jump. I used to cliff jump mm-hmm. all the time. Um, and I've cliff jumped in Sacramento, uh, Bodega, to, oh God, just everywhere. I just so many different places. Bodega Bay. I was Bodega Bay. <laughs> Bodega Bay. Um, uh. Lake Berryessa, Folsom Lake. Yeah, I've I've been all over the place. Like just had I had a blast cliff jumping. Won't do it while I'm overweight. I see what happens to guys when they cliff jump when they're overweight and I'm not gonna do that. So it's more incentive for me to get in shape. Which I'm still doing and I'm still losing weight and still going down. So Yay, I'm in the two forties now. So just gotta keep going and just keep pushing away. So but a hundred episodes. Mm-hmm. And we thought kites was going to be boring and it ended up being just something that I'm just absolutely happy that we talked <laughs> about it. So let's go fly a kite. <laughs> so not today or tomorrow. Mm, no, no. Cause yeah, not in this weather. Cloudy and rainy and thundering, but that's okay. Cause inside we're all here and happy and everything else. So, and then, you know, Tabby, you know, she, well, we'll talk about her in the afternoon. So she had to come home. So anyway, Thank you so much for joining us on our 100th episode of Stupid Podcast on Everything, where I'm Joey. And I'm Kiki. Peace out with your peace out. Bye.